How many pairs of chromosomes are in the human cell? That's right, you guessed it. There are 23 pairs of chromosomes in the human cell. And that's because we are now on episode 23. And I'm really excited because we are now post-Thanksgiving, which means I have permission from everybody to fully start talking about Christmas and all of the festive holidays. This is the first of a three-part series for everything Christmas and the holiday and gift-giving related. First, let me fill you in about how Thanksgiving went. There were some successes and some fails. I'm going to share that one of my sisters came into Thanksgiving and I noticed her hair was done up in some braided pigtails and I thought, oh, that's really cute. And I complimented her on her hair and she looks at me and she goes, you know what I did today? I made my own shampoo and I used it right before I came here. And apparently she did not quite understand the recipe called for coconut oil and she didn't know if it was the oil liquid like you use for cooking or if it was the thick solid coconut oil that you'd use for pretty much everything else. Well she used the liquid cooking oil and it left her hair a greasy mess. So then she had to wash it twice with her regular bottled shampoo. So A for effort. I appreciate her trying but that was one of the fails which kind of stinks. So if anybody out there has a better shampoo recipe that you would like to share please do so. You can do it at www.startingsustainability.com forward slash episode 23 where you'll find all the show notes for this. You can leave it in a comment there. You can also go to the Starting Sustainability Facebook group and then leave a comment there or even private message me what, or just make your own post with a homemade shampoo recipe. That way everybody can find it. That would be fine too. Something else that happened at Thanksgiving I have a different sister who hosted the whole event, and we have a big family, so there are a lot of people there, but I was very proud that she had real plates and real silverware for everybody and real tablecloths. However, she did have disposable cups and napkins. That's okay. She put in a darn good effort, and I have no idea what happened to the turkey carcass once it was done, so I don't know if they saved it to make broth or what. I don't know. I was a guest. I didn't host. <laughs> Something that my husband and I both totally failed on was we left our house and drove up to Lafayette, Indiana, where everybody was getting together, which is an hour and a half away. And once we got there and we started unloading our son, the coats, purses, all the food that we had to bring, gifts that we had for other people, and we noticed that the diaper bag was not there. Yikes. <laughs> Well, this is going to be an all-day event, and we knew that our son was not going to make it on the diaper that he was currently wearing for the rest of the day. We had a choice. We could either drive an hour and a half back home to get the diaper bag with the cloth diapers, and then drive another hour and a half back up, which was definitely out of the question, or go down the street five miles to the family dollar and buy a small amount of disposable diapers and disposable wipes, which is what we ended up doing. That stinks. <laughs> But now we know to double and triple check for the diaper bag. And we have come up with a better solution to pack a small 
reusable bag and just have two, three spare diapers, wipes, an extra bottle. Just have like a small mini diaper bag that you leave in the car just in case you ever forget the diaper bag again. We also forgot the Tupperware. I was going to bring Tupperware for all of the leftovers and totally forgot it until it was time to start packing up the leftovers. I went, shoot, I totally forgot my Tupperware at home. I did bring a casserole dish of stuffing, which I knew there was going to be a lot of people there. So I almost did a double recipe and something inside of me nagged and I only did a single, the normal recipe. And I'm glad because somebody else brought stuffing, even though we did all the communication on who was going to bring what, it's okay. Somebody else brought stuffing. And in the buffet line, their stuffing came first and mine was at the tail end. So only one fifth of my stuffing was actually consumed, which stinks. So now we have a boatload of stuffing left over <laughs> that we've been working on the last few days. But there was a little bit of space in the casserole dish. So we just threw some turkey and some other leftovers, whatever we could fit in that casserole dish. So we did come home with some of the leftovers. There just wasn't as many as that we wanted to bring, but that's okay. And then, of course, after Thanksgiving comes Black Friday. So if you did celebrate Black Friday, I hope that you purchased items that you truly needed. Or better yet, I hope you celebrated Green Friday and bought zero-waste sustainable items. I did. I went out shopping. I, I braved the masses at the stores. And uh, I don't know, the store that I went to was actually decently empty. <laughs> so I wanted to go grocery shopping and I just kind of explored some of the areas of the store. We have a mire right beside us. So that's where I went. I did find some reusable Ziploc bags. It wasn't the true silicone bags that I was actually wanting, but they did have these and I had a gift card for my, for my birthday from two months ago. So I now finally got to use that. I did purchase a Norwex body cloth for the shower. And I did that from Katie Ellistad, who I had on the podcast a few episodes ago. And I'm going to give that a shot because that's supposed to, you just use the cloth in the shower. You don't have to use any soap or anything on it. And you just use the cloth. So I'm excited to give that a shot. And I did buy some Dr. Bronner soap. That's the one that both my sister and listeners of the podcast recommended to use for shaving your legs. So I'm definitely going to use that the next time that I shave my legs. And also I could use it for hand soap. I have noticed that I'm going through soap significantly more quickly now that I have to wash my hands like an extra two times each day after I put on my deodorant. For those of you that are just now starting in on the podcast, I bought some zero waste deodorant and it's a jar and you have to scoop it out with your fingers. And then spread it onto your armpits, which now you have the deodorant all over your fingertips. I have to wash my hands. So I'll be happy to use that. On a personal observation, just to keep you guys posted, I still absolutely love the shampoo and conditioner bars that I bought. My hair, I've noticed it looks fresher longer. It doesn't get that greasy look as quickly as it did before. However, when it comes to the natural deodorant, I do have to shower more often due to the smell. The natural deodorant does not keep it at bay as well as the, I guess, unnatural or the, or the normal deodorant that I was using. Did anyone participate in Small Business Saturday? We had absolutely terrible weather here, and I don't think very many people even left the house, but hopefully you did, and that way you supported your local community and small businesses and got some Christmas shopping done. Another thing to start thinking about after Thanksgiving is Christmas list ideas, things that 
you want and things that you want to buy for other people. So start putting together your Christmas list ideas and definitely check out there's Amazon links on my website if you need a recap of some sustainable gift ideas. Also, don't forget you have the Norwex discount with Katie Ellistad and Bearable Apparel is also offering a discount for listeners of the Starting Sustainability Podcast, and that's with Abigail Wells. And the last update that I wanted to share with everybody was I heard in the news, now I'm a little bit slow to the news, so this you might have already heard this, which is why this is not a news podcast. Coldplay, the band, has announced that they refuse to go on tour with their next album until they can find a way to do it sustainably and actively beneficial. So Chris Martin, the lead singer of Coldplay, he told this to BBC News, and he said that we all have to work on doing our part, and they want a show with no single-use plastics, and they want a solar-powered performance. The hardest part is figuring out the flying, so they're still working on air travel, because when you have a concert, it's pretty much all over the place. I'm happy for Coldplay. I think that's really cool. I hope they are a trendsetter in that fashion. And once you have a demand for a venue to be sustainable, it's a lot of work for them to transition to being sustainable. And they will probably keep it that way for future bands. Props to Coldplay. Get this started. Get the momentum going. Get other bands on board. I'm really happy for them. Okay. So for part one of this three-part series, we're going to talk about gift-giving ideas. So think back on that list that I asked you to start working on. We do understand that holidays are not about money, materialism, and all of that excess. We all know this. However, if somebody gives you a gift, you might feel obligated to give them a gift back. You also have some people on your list that you are excited to buy a gift for. I know not everybody is excited about gifts. I am excited about buying, about finding the perfect gift and buying it or making it and giving it to somebody. Here are some tips to help with sustainability for both the environment and your wallet. Tip number one, draw names for an exchange instead of going into debt trying to buy something for everyone. And now you're only buying one gift instead of 20, or in my case, 40 for all of my family members. And this is going to reduce consumerism, packaging, wrapping, and waste. The next tip is to save gifts that you won't use, don't need, or don't like, and re-gift them. Also save the bags and tissue paper and re-gift those. Do keep track of who gave you these items, because it is not good to re-gift the gift back to the original person. Re-gifts are perfect for Secret Santa at the office, church groups, white elephant exchanges, your in-laws, school personnel, really anybody. Anybody can have that. Also, sometimes there will be a monetary limit on a gift. I interpret that as a value. So, for example, say there's a $50 limit. To me, that's the $50 value. If the gift was originally $50 and I found it on clearance, and I had a coupon, and I only spent 20 bucks. that's still a qualifying gift. Just be sure to remove the dang clearance sticker, and get a gift receipt without the real price on it. 
And if you are using a re-gift and it values at $50, that also still counts. Secondhand gifts are perfectly okay. You can actually find some really nice items with the tag still on them too. What are we on now? Tip number five, support local farmers. I've mentioned a million times before, it's really cold up here, the farmer's markets are gone, but you can still find them at craft shows and they'll have their own websites. You can find them on Facebook. You can support them for honey, different cheeses, canned or pickled items. You can also support local artists. They are great for home decor, eclectic clothing, ornaments, jewelry items, even woodworkers. They can make a really nice wooden bowl or decorative furniture, wooden puzzles for kids, unique signs around the house and cutting boards and all sorts of stuff. You can find all of this stuff at different craft fairs and artist fairs going on throughout the season. Tip number six, consider activities as a gift, like going to the movies or a concert, a comedy club, axe throwing. That's here in Indianapolis. That's pretty cool. A painting class or a cooking class or even a trip to the museum or the zoo. Even if it's crummy weather, you can still get tickets and the person receiving them can cash them in when the weather is nicer. That's still fine. The next tip, if you do need to buy something brand new, then support sustainable companies and get quality sustainable gifts. So go through and look at the stuff that you're wanting to purchase for other people. If it's going to be clothing items, look for lifetime guarantees like Darn Tough Socks, Patagonia, Jan Sport Bags, Eddie Bauer. Also look for styles that are going to last for multiple years. Avoid the fast fashion. Be sure to check out Bearable Apparel, and you can even get a discount code with them too. If you're going to be getting toys, think it through. What part of the toy will break? Can it be repaired if it breaks? Can the toy be used for a long time? Will it grow with the child or last through multiple children? If you're going for electronics, consider batteries versus a charger, a warranty. Is it going to go out of style? For example, like the iPhone. Every single year they have a new one. And everybody wants to get the new one because it's the latest and the greatest. Even earbuds. Remember when earbuds, first you had headphones, then they came out with the earbuds. And the earbuds had the big cord that always got in the way. And now they have cordless earbuds. Just consider the style of the electronic. Is it going to last a long time or is it going to be replaced quickly? Another very popular gift to give is gift cards. I did the research. They are made out of PVP plastic, which is number three. It is recyclable, but not at the curbside. You will have to find a drop-off location for these, which most people are not going to do. But I'm just letting you know it is possible. So if you at least receive a gift card and you use it up, don't just toss it away. You can take it to a place. If you're going to get somebody kitchen items, Check out episode number four for a refresh of ideas. Some include reusable tea infuser versus a disposable tea bag. Getting them a reusable cup, reusable straws, cutlery kits that they can take in the car with them or while they're traveling, cloth napkins. You can do bar soap for their kitchen. 
silicone storage bags, bamboo dish brush. You could even create a zero-waste starter kit basket. Get them like a nice little kitchen basket full of all of this stuff. Things for the bathroom are also very popular in the holiday season. So check out episode number three for some more ideas. But you can get the steel razors, shaving soap, bar shampoo and conditioner, a biodegradable loofah, a body soap bar, and a soap saver to put it in, bamboo toothbrushes, compostable floss, zero-waste makeup products, or bath bombs. And you can even do the bath bombs yourself, or you could get them from Lush, which is a store that sells them. And that I'm pretty sure if it's not the entire store, it's a really large chunk of the store is zero waste. And don't forget that you have a discount with Norwex products from Katie Ellistad. So if you want to get kitchen or bath or other items, you'll have a discount through her as well. And the last really popular gift idea that I could think of is food items. A lot of people do gift baskets of food. So just think sustainably. How much of it is disposable plastic wrap that's covering all of the food? So you could actually make your own basket with food items that are in boxes and not covered in plastic. And even fill it with the items from your local farmers that we discussed just a few minutes ago as well. You could also gift somebody a subscription box for imperfect produce or ugly foods or another similar company to that as well. That's it for part one of the three-part series. I hope everybody learned something, got some new ideas. I am going to give you a little bit of a teaser. Next week, we're going to go over a no-waste Christmas and come up with ideas for that. Oh, and I forgot to tell you guys at the beginning of this that I have scheduled a swap party for next Sunday and I've invited a handful of people. Hopefully they show up. And I will let you know how it goes. So with the next one, I'll be able to give you a recap about the swap party. I am excited about it. This is the first one I've ever hosted. I've only attended one. And this will be the first one that I'm hosting. I will definitely share it with you. Lessons learned. What went well. What failed. <laughs> because I'm sure there will be some stories. Until then, I hope everybody has a wonderful holiday season. Get back into the groove. It's hard after you've had a nice long break for Thanksgiving. Thanks again to anybody who did not get a break for Thanksgiving, like healthcare workers, firefighters, police, military, anybody that was not able to get a break. I appreciate you guys. For everybody else, it's back to the grind, and I will talk to everybody next week. Have a great one. Bye. Bye.